Faith, Hope and Love, episode 223, the second Sunday of Easter, Divine Mercy Sunday, year A. This Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday, in which we recall the absolute mercy and love that Jesus has for all humanity. Today we know our Lord is certainly worth trusting in, and all his promises are true, and we can thank St. Thomas for asking Christ to confirm this for all future generations, including us here and now. This is Faith, Hope and Love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and happy Easter season, as we continue to be united in Christ wherever we are in this time of quarantine and distancing. Our Lord promises to be with us always, through everything. To prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your Lord God, 
let us pray that God will increase our faith. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. They devoted themselves to the Apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of the bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the Apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread in various houses and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The Word of the Lord Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love is everlasting. Let the family of Israel say, His love endures for ever. Let the family of Aaron say, His love endures for ever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures for ever. I was thrust, thrust down and falling, but the Lord was my helper. The Lord is my strength and my song. He was my saviour. There are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the just. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord, we rejoice and are glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love is everlasting. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Chapter 1, verses 3 to 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. A birth into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who are being protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, being more precious than gold, that though perishable is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Although you have not seen him, you love him. 
And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. For you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me. Happy those who have not seen me, but still believe. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. After eight days his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord The homily today will be given by Father Peter Dillon. It's been said that faith survives and grows where there's a whole culture that conspires and promotes it to keep a religious view intact. Now that says to me that it's easy to be a believing Catholic if you never meet anyone who isn't. Yet when you and I move out into that culture, it's sometimes difficult to maintain that belief, particularly if we have accepted beliefs blindly and have not sought to understand their meaning and significance. Now in our world every day we meet cynicism, doubt and pluralism and we usually choose to walk away from any counter-arguments 
because we either don't feel confident in arguing our beliefs or we don't see them as important enough to go to the trouble. The task of every Christian is to make Christ visible in the world. That's how it was from the time of the first disciples. Once they had seen Christ, they felt compelled to make others know who he was. Today, the risen Christ commissions his followers to do just that. As the Father has sent me, so am I sending you. Now the question is, what sort of Christ are we making visible to the world? In all three years of the cycle of readings of Low Sunday, which is the name we commonly call the second Sunday of Easter, the account of the appearance of the risen Lord to Thomas appears in all three. Thomas is a strong and questioning character. The placement of the gospel here is to remind the church and the world that we're not gullible people. We're not easily led. The first response of the Christian always seems to be scepticism. The disciples are surprised and doubtful about the resurrection because they came to believe only when they'd seen it for themselves. They're loath to accept the testimony of Mary and the other women who discovered the empty tomb. Peter and John must go right into the empty tomb for themselves. So Thomas is the most extreme form of this scepticism, and yet he comes to the most profound belief. Jesus, in response, utters the ninth beatitude. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. In other words, how much more difficult will it be for those who have not had the advantage of post-resurrection appearances of Christ to come to a faith and belief in the risen Christ? Yet it's these blessed ones, despite their very real doubts, who are to be the heralds of the good news. Among the first believers was someone who had never met Jesus, the Apostle Paul. He's the earliest of the Christian writers and describes Christ as the image or icon of the invisible God. He is the living image of the Father, he says. His humanity made present and reveals the God who dwells in unapproachable light. However, after Calvary, his visible presence was withdrawn from the world and we are left with icons which are meant to reveal him and make him present to our consciousness. In all the great artistic depictions of the resurrected Christ, they always seem to include the scars on his hands, feet and side. Now you might imagine that in resurrection, not just the soul, but the body would be in a perfect state. But it's through these scars that we learn the road to resurrection. They're not wounds of failure, but indications of the sacrifice made to show us how to arrive at this perfect state. The risen Jesus appears today with wounds of love. Jesus, through his rising, has passed into the uncreated life of God. He's made the great breakthrough, but he retained the signs of his love for the world. The scars of his passion are not only proof of his identity, but also of his continuing love for us. This is the God who makes his own the cause of every man and woman wounded in life. The Jesus of the scars is the human expression of the divine, eternal love itself and the glory of God shining through his wounds. 
the assurance that fulfilment comes through the cross and only through the cross. We're asked this weekend to take the difficult road to belief, to be able to say, my Lord and my God. Who is this God we worship and adore and why? In his passion, death and resurrection, Christ confronts suffering and evil, confronts it at its depths and overcomes it by the supremacy of his love. Eternal Father, turn your merciful gaze upon all humanity who are enfolded in the most compassionate heart of Jesus. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, show us your mercy that we may praise you for ever and ever. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We gather like the early church to pray for all people. That the church will always be faithful to the teaching of the apostles. Lord, hear us. That all communities will be built on Christ, who is the cornerstone. Lord, hear us. That we will all understand the dignity and responsibility of being daughters and sons of God. Lord, hear us. For all who are suffering, particularly those who are ill, all those suffering from the pandemic, those who are ill from it, those who are treating them, family and friends who are dealing with this, those who've died. May the Lord save us and give us health and bring us out of this time of trial. Lord, hear us. That we will always allow the word of scriptures and the sacrament of the Eucharist to challenge and change our lives. Lord, hear us that the dead, particularly those who have died from this pandemic and all who mourn them, that they will be raised up to life in the Spirit, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord God, you have given us the Holy Spirit to prompt our prayers. We humbly ask you to hear us and grant our requests through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, 
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the oblations of your people, that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but on this day, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying he has destroyed our death, and by rising restored our life. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise. And even the heavenly powers, with the angelic hosts, sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. 
Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace.
May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Bring your hand and feel the place of the nails, and do not be unbelieving but believing. Alleluia, Alleluia. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart. That what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for uniting in prayer and reflection for this wonderful feast of the second Sunday of Easter. And may God's mercy, love, health and peace be with you and have a wonderful grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly, 
Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ofstrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Like a rose bears its thorns Today I am